This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents continue to stumble along the catacombs, and this week they discover a clue. So first, talking about the RPG Superstar Kickstarter coming up, don't forget to go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com if you want to follow along when the Kickstarter launches on August 31st. And here is the deal. Please go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. It will mean a lot to me, personally. That's right. I will personally thank you if you follow the Kickstarter and, of course, support it when it goes live on August 31st. This is actually very important. I'm going to tell you why. Every single Kickstarter you see right now is for 5e. And I've spoken to many of the third-party publishers, and they've all pretty much told me off the record that they're not going to be doing Pathfinder anymore. Because in their words, and this is not an exact quote, but pretty damn close, that even the largest Pathfinder Kickstarter is still smaller than the smallest 5e Kickstarter. Hence, it's not worth their time and effort. So please help prove me wrong by making this a successful Kickstarter, and not just successful, but really successful. Plus, we're doing everything in our power to make sure that you get tons of content. I'm not putting out a book and then like stuffed animals and stickers and all this other support stuff that just really adds to your shipping and that you put on your shelf and you never use again. We're putting out books, lots of books, a minimum of three awesome books with hundreds and hundreds of pages of stuff for your games. We're putting out monsters, we're putting out new archetypes, we're putting out new ancestries, putting out new backgrounds, new items, and the brand new monster part system. We're putting out something for everyone. On top of that, we have the Ancestries book where you get to play a dragon. That is right, Mark Steifer will go over this in extensive detail if you watch this week on how it's played on YouTube. We did an interview with Dave from How It's Played on YouTube, and we go through all this. You can find out all about the new dragon ancestry, and we can do up to 39 dragons. That's right. I found every single dragon that was ever in Pathfinder, ever, and I counted 39. So Mark can possibly write 39 ancestries. Every single dragon ever made in the history of Pathfinder, you can play. And this isn't a fake dragon like a dragonkin. This is a dragon, a real dragon, a dragon that flies and breathes fire and acid or whatever you want. Yeah, you get to play that. And it's going to be balanced because it's written by Mark. And then we have our little mini adventure path that goes from levels 1 through 10, the Jewel of the Indigo Isles. It's actually not a mini adventure path. It's a three book adventure path. And let me tell you something. This thing is going to be amazing. And why is it going to be amazing? It's because it's really one adventure. It's going to be three books written by three authors. And those authors just happen to be 
Patrick Rennie, Ron Lundeen, and Linda Zayas Palmer. And they just happen to, oh, I don't know, you know, be the two people who lead Adventure Paths over at Paizo. And then Linda, who leads the online society play. And she's only writing the actual special for Gen Con. So, yeah, these are the best people probably in the world to write an Adventure Path for Pathfinder. So we are pulling out all the stops. So really I'm getting to is that if this is successful, then we can do tons more. We can just keep adding more. And again, I'm trying to add tons of value. I'm not just hiring, well, like myself to do this. I'm hiring people who do this for a living at Paizo. We're making sure this thing is going to be as awesome as possible. And I'm also doing everything in my power to make sure the pricing is in line with other Paizo products. So basically it's the same price as what you would get if you got this from Paizo. So again, if you want to have really cool products for Pathfinder, not just for me, but from other people as well, please try to support this if you can, because it will prove that there is a viable market for Pathfinder third party or second party material, which is, you know, there's a lot of good stuff coming from Paizo. And don't get me wrong, Paizo has got, you know, like, oh, I don't know, the greatest stuff in the world, in my opinion. But there's a real shortage of anything cool being done by third party people because they are putting all their efforts into 5e. And for people like myself who don't really play 5e, then I can't really get cool stuff if it's not made by Paizo. So please prove me right and show that there is a viable market for Pathfinder stuff, which will show that not only can this Kickstarter be successful, then other people will try to do the same thing. And once again, if you want to see a big preview of the books, you can go to Arcane Mark on Twitch, where we did a really nice interview with myself, Linda, and Mark. Or just go to How It's Played, which is a brand new interview, which would go into the book as well as the Dragon Ancestry. And you can see that on YouTube under How It's Played with myself, Mark, and Dave. As for the Agents of Edgewatch this week, there is actually a lot going on. Even though it seems like all they've been doing is fighting, they've actually been uncovering a lot of plots. So I have a massive overview this week, just so that everyone understands how many subplots and quests and adventures and side adventures they have going on. It's a very complex dungeon. And I just wanted to get that out there so that everyone, including myself, has that all organized so you can follow along as to what is going on. Also, this week, I do want to note that I did the Necklace of Fireballs wrong. It's actually one action to remove a bead and then one action to throw it. This actually happens a lot, both for myself and other people, where you think, okay, a spell costs two actions, so it casts a spell, which is Fireball, so it's like, okay, one action to take off the bead, and then two actions to throw and set it off, because it's a Fireball spell. The answer is actually no, it's just, well, one action to take it off, and then one action to throw, so it's still two actions, but the actions are just a little different how you do it. So that is something you should always do whenever you get a magic item that mimics a spell is read it carefully because this happens all the time. I actually do this quite often where I will assume that it is the same as the spell, but it is often one action to take the item and then one action to activate. Anyhow, I'm going on way too long about Necklace of Fireball. I think you get the gist. But I will say after this week, they have pretty much cleared a lot of the core monsters that now they can actually start figuring out what's going on in the catacombs and it becomes more puzzle solving and role playing than just killing. And that's just the way this works. But I'll tell you, these guys love the killing. In fact, they love fighting. They can just keep fighting day in and day out because to them, that is what they really enjoy. But 
there is a lot of role playing coming up and there's a lot of puzzle solving because they're finally going to get past all the guardian monsters and actually get to the meat and potatoes of this catacombs and yeah they're still looking for the guards don't forget about those guys they, there's a lot going on just listen to the recap and you realize holy moly there is a lot going on in these catacombs anyhow with that let's get to this week's show notes show notes this week is really simple uh first of all you know again do check out kickstarter.rollforcombat.com do check out the patreon if you want to listen to the episodes early or join us and right now we got three things going on at the same time we are playing malevolent we are playing three ring adventure and we just started book three so if you want to listen to us on book three we have picked it back up we took a two-month hiatus and now we are back and playing and to be honest it's really fun i always love starting a new book because whenever you start a new book they're in a new area they have new npcs to talk to there's new stuff to do it's a lot of fun whenever a new book gets started and then finally we of course are playing agents of Edgewatch. so that is a lot if you want to watch us play live or talk to us or chat with everyone so check that out five bucks that's all you need and you too can join us on patreon.roofercombat.com also don't forget join the discord we have a new venture officer who is running all of our games we'll make it a lot easier and a lot faster and he will help you out however you need if you want to run a pathfinder or starfinder society game you name it he is there to help you out and don't forget if you get to level 10 you get a free t-shirt and what is level 10 you say you just post a lot and you gain levels on our discord channel and if you get to level 10 you get a free t-shirt and any t-shirt on the website you just choose whatever you want so there you go free t-shirts for everyone yay that gets to level 10 that's how that works but with that let's get to this week's exciting episode Last we left off, you managed to track down the headquarters of a skin saw cult led by someone named the Skinner. And this cult was found deep inside the catacombs underneath the Ascentant Court District. But rather than investigate the catacombs, you were told not to investigate. And in fact, the local law enforcement, the Grey Cloaks, were going to take care of it. They were going to go in there. They were going to take care of this cult and bring them to justice. And you guys can go take a little vacation and enjoy the festival. But after the initial Grey Cloaks were never heard from again, you were uh, asked to uh, come to the rescue, find the missing Grey Cloaks, and exterminate the Skinsaw Cult with prejudice. They do not like those skin saws. They want them dead. Dead, dead, dead. Since then, you entered the catacombs, and you've encountered a large variety of monsters and mysteries. You found a long-abandoned Arudin church. You found a fresh trail leading into a very tight crack in a wall. You found a cursed headless horseman who is forced to wander these halls until you find a way to remove his curse, and you manage to defeat him, but he faded away before you can get any of his delicious gear. You found a brass box next to a broad portcullis with a mechanism of some sort that's missing a lever that fits into that slot, which you imagine might affect the portcullis in some way. You also found a makeshift tunnel near that box and the portcullis leading down... 
You found this treasure enclave that's protected by this powerful trap that attracts living flesh like a magnet. And you managed to, through trickery, get half of the treasure behind this enclave. You found a roper named Zitelberek, who appears to be more interested in spiritual trinkets than eating adventurers. You found a locked stairwell going down. And finally, you wandered recently through a haunted hallway where these ethereal hands were grabbing Gomez, and then Dougie yelled at them, and he scared them away, and now they're gone. As of right now, you're standing in front of a large pair of stone doors. Dougie and Lomang are in front of those doors. Gomez and Basil are very, very far away, because I don't think they want to be anywhere near the nastiness that continues to happen in this place. So, anything else you need to know, because that is a lot that has happened in a very short period of time. I don't think so. I would entreat Gomez and Basil to get in closer. John Statz is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. But we initially laid back because of the trap, but we can come, I suppose we can come up now. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather. A Tengu empiricist investigator. Yeah, I disabled the trap in the last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, you yelled at them, and then the spiritual yeah. hands uh, Get out! the jitterbug and left. And Dougie officially said, This house is clean. Yeah, this hallway <laughs> is clean. There you go. This hallway is clean. Now, Gomez is a little injured, too, by the way. It looks like everyone else is okay, but Gomez took a little bit of damage. And in this place, a little bit of damage can mean death. So I don't know what you want to do. You should uh, do the, the medicine. Chris Beamer is playing Lo Mang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. Oh, no. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, we did a hand wave, didn't we? Well, I always do the hand waves for the medicines if you're going to just. Spend yeah, like 10, I, I don't think he actually may have uh, no, changed his character. Just... No, he just took he just took damage. This just happened last episode. Uh, so he just how far down is he? Twenty. Oh wow! Yeah, he is sixty nine. He's done the. If 49. I do the DC twenty insurance roll, that almost certainly would get him back up. Well, it's, yeah, I mean it's automatic. I mean the insurance is automatic. It's, and it says two D eight plus ten, so yeah. even an average roll would get him back. Yep. Yep. I mean you could just do that, and not worry about it. All right, I'll do that then. What was the status with our dark vision? I had it. I know you... we went through at least one scroll, but I think we kind of eschewed it for a while. Uh, no, you're up to your second one now, uh, because oh really? Okay. Yeah, because it's been two hours. You're up to the second hour, where I think you were not doing it, but now you're in an area that's dark, so you you have to do it. So I'm having you on the second scrolls. So so what is that? Twelve plus so twenty two. Twenty two healing. Yep. So, Gomez, someone healed you for a change. How about that? Nice. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Uh, so what is that? <laughs> am, I, am I at max? What is yeah, my you're max? max. You hell? were down 20, and you were just healed right. 22. And you're like, ooh, what right. is this healing? What is it like when someone else heals me? I'm not used to that. It's a weird feeling. I'm not used to it. All right. Are we ready to <laughs> proceed? Because I'm ready. 
I'm ready. Yeah, let's throw those doors open. All right, so if we're going to uh, check for traps on these doors, that is for sure. After we listen. He loves to listen. That's his favorite thing. Yeah, I know. I was just going to make the comment, the, the, the obligatory, completely irrelevant listening check. Well, you but listen. I have a high perception. You do. And you listen I have a high very carefully. And you hear something. Oh, my God. You hear a slurping, sucking sound. Mm, that can't be good. I tell everybody about the slurping, sucking sound. You hear it's coming from the northeast. That's what it sounds like. Could be anything. All right, that, that's Lomang side. That's good. <laughs> do, 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 oh, no, let's switch spots. Do, do the old one, two, three. <laughs> no, I like my and, spot. And then, then Lomang runs in. And Dougie's like, we're going to go in at the same time. One, two, three. And I'm then going Dougie, on to four. Dougie doesn't go in long runs. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of much. So. All right. Well, uh, okay. So let me see if I have any knowledge. Exploration mode. If I got the knowing and the doing. All right. So I have. Do you have. Dungeoneering. I don't have anything. anymore. Really. I have nothing. I have no knowledge. Yeah, you have no knowledge. I have religion. That's yeah. about. All right, okay, everyone well, get the ready. religion could tell you that this might be leading to a crypt of some sort. There seems to be a lot of crypts in this uh, dungeon, if you noticed. Or this, sorry, in this this Aroden church. So this is probably leading to a nice big crypt. We're on a All right, search so and destroy one question: mission, Is so. this a is it a constant, repetitive sucking sound, or is it more organic? Where it's organic. Okay, we got monster ahead. So if you got uh, your buffs, haste buffs or something like that, nope. might be a smart <laughs> thing to nope. cast them right before we open. Okay, and I check for traps. No traps. I presume does everyone have their weapons hot? Basil has his yeah. arrow knocked. I have my yeah, crossbow ready. ready for this. One. I have the crossbow ready. My really? Mon- yeah. Crossbow ready. I'm yeah. impressed. I like Mongosh and rapier. Mongosh rapier. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I assume these are not trapped, so not I try trapped. to un. Are they open? Oh, they can be open. Correct. Oh, so they're open. They're not. Uh, well, locked. no, no, they're, they're they're unlocked. Unlocked. They're unlocked. Okay, we're gonna unlock. We're gonna open them. Open. Are you gonna yep. do breach, breach, breach? Execute. Open. Oh. This ten foot wide hallway forms a ring. Exiting the ring are a large pair of stone doors to the south, which is where you are. And you see to the west another entranceway that seems to be covered in rubble. Just north of this cave-in, a narrow hollowed-out tunnel in the 20-foot-tall ceiling also indicates the potential point of egress. So you see this ring that's going around, so it's basically a very large circle. Right. And with your very sharp eyes, you see on the ceiling a big black ball of goo. Oh, no. That is waiting for you. And when you open up the door, the goo reacts. Oh, no. Was it eating something? Roll for combat! 
Well, it's going to eat you. So, Dougie is first. Now, this black goo is enormous. It is, uh, holy moly. Is that right? Is it actually huge? Wow, it is huge. 15 by 15. So, it's taking up most of this hallway. The ceiling is 20 feet high. So, it is taking up the top all the way down to, like, your chest is a big blockage of black goo hanging down. What do you do? Oh, boy. Now, let me remind you, closing the door is only one action. I'm just saying. Hmm. Yeah, let's close the door and see what happens. Oh, okay. Dougie's going to close the door. Okay. And I'm going to say, big black goo. All right, so, that's one action. These guys know. Second action. Let's see. Let's. I'm gonna get into position. I'm sure they're gonna fall back behind me. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let's just one, two, three, four, five. And one, he's two, running down three, the hallway four. behind Basil and Gomez. Okay. Oh, he's running all the way down the hall. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm running. You're not I'm running. Not. You're taking point from the rear with the gear. Yeah. I mean. That's what closing the door doesn't do. Actually, uh -huh. you know what? If uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay here. Well, man, what are you gonna do? Rob, we'll gonna... see. That's my turn. God. All right, Lowman, it's your turn. Jesus. So you you're just gonna Buggy stay there? Standing still. He's standing. Well, I'm still. gonna stand here because you wouldn't answer my question. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna run back. I'm not gonna stand where this thing can come creep under the door. Well, then that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I mean, I'll let right. you both run so, back. Run back to where you're gonna be. But wait, first though, is I can I make some kind of knowledge check? I don't think I necessarily have the skill. I have nature though. I do have nature. I don't know if that'll work. Yeah, sure. I'll let you do. It's actually occultism, but I have occultism. I do have occultism. I just got it. Yes, you know what that is. You are positive that that is black mold, and that black mold is relatively safe as long as you don't breathe it in or go anywhere near it, you should be totally fine. It says black pudding on the turn order. But, <laughs> but you think it's black mold. You're like, that's that. You know, although it's, it's sometimes called black pudding by others. You've heard that term, but you think that what you saw was black mold. Oh, it's black mold we have. I'm going to retreat. Let's see what happens if it follow us. Oh, you're going that far. All right. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going that far. I was well, going this you far. go. Okay. Well, you're slow. All right. You just hear from behind the door. You hear a... It's kind of like mucking. Like a... Sound. But nothing happens. Those stone doors are strong. So far. What do you do, Basil? I... Did, I didn't see it. Otherwise, I would try an, an expeditious inspection. So I'm just yeah. gonna back up. I'm gonna ba back up behind the cool kids. And Gomez, you're all by yourself. Why don't you go open the door and see what happens? I, I am also trained in the occult. Did I? Do, do I? Did, did I it, experience the creature enough no. to know? No, I no, didn't. You didn't see it. You have to actually black mold. Put your hand eyes on it. Uh, Gomez knows enough that he's never heard of black mold. He's heard of uh, yellow mold, yellow mold, which is really bad. So if this is black mold, that's going to be way worse because yellow mold can kill you by just inhaling it like really quickly. Uh, I'll move over here. Where's here? I'll move. I'll move next to next to Basil behind everybody in the corner away from yes. everyone. <laughs> away Anybody from everything. Anybody can't see the uh, the dungeon. 
Low man pulled back far enough so that nobody can move behind him. So that's 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 the, the position. <laughs> he's up against Just, the he's up against the wall. Yeah, he's max moving range. the yeah, max, max range possible. Crossbow. Yeah, my crossbow doesn't work if it's too close. So. Okay. Oh, that's right. Uh, Dougie, you're up. I'm just I, I'm right. holding hold the line to see uh, if this thing is. Oh uh, man, hold hold. What do you do? All right, I think I'm gonna run up, open the door, and run back because I think we can. I think this thing is slow, so I think we can peg it from range and see how that goes. And maybe we can lead it over to where the roper is and have them fight. Oof. I mean, uh huh. That's a good idea. All right, so I run up to the door again. What's your movement? Uh, fifty. Holy moly. I believe. Uh, no, 45. I'm sorry. Oh, it's going to take Hold two movements to get to the door. You're going to have to... Yeah, you can't quite get there. All right, well, I'll move... Not in one turn. All right. Uh, You're uh, moving uh, up uh, to the door. You're getting ready. I'm moving up to the door. I'll get ready. Yep. Okay. Lomang, you, you, you are right next to the door. I hear you it. you see and feel... <sighs> and, like, little rocks are, like, coming from the corners of the door. As this thing is trying to push through the stone doors to eat you. Mm. It's just mold. Just mold. It's more afraid of us than we are of it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ready an action to shoot an arrow if if the door comes open. Go ahead. What are you going to do? I am going to... Is there a feather token you can use for this? Yeah. The thing is, I kind of am a... I don't want to use resources. I have, I have to conserve because, uh, like, I'm, I'm spending things and I need to save money. I need to save things. I'm gonna delay until I'm gonna delay until after Lomang, which is to say after the black mold, quote unquote. Dougie, what do you do? I'm gonna delay also until after Lomang uh, opens the door. Lomang, you are up. Okay. Okay. So this is what I want to do. All right, so what I want to do, spend one action to open the door, and then I'm going to use one of my new key abilities, uh, which is called Key Rush, and blast my way back down to where I was before in one move. I can move I can move 90 in one move, and I, I look like a blur. What does Key Rush do? I move like a blur. You you move like Wally Coyote? Or yes, the, yes. The, no, the Roadrunner, the other one. The yes. Road, yes. <laughs> So key rush is an accelerated by your key. You move at such speed you become a blur. Move two times, two strides, two steps, one stride, one step in either order. You gain concealed condition during this movement until the start of your next turn. Oh, man. So please note the audience. This ability lets you run away twice as fast and then hide. Yeah, because yeah. really twice as fast to be concealed. was designed so so- <laughs> for Chris Beamer. Yeah, this is loading all <laughs> over. Yes, key rush. I summon the power of my key so I can Jeez. run away fast. We were really fast and hide. And hide. <laughs> All right, so I do that. So I open the door and I. He feels no shame. He feels no shame at all. And I can shoot it. Actually, I have an action still because that took one action. The key. And does it get an attack? Does it get an attack of opportunity? No. Okay, I wasn't sure. That's why I did that just in case. And I'll attack. You open up the door. In front of you is a large, bulking mass of black. Doesn't look like mold. <laughs> looks like <laughs> looks chocolate more pudding. Like a, looks like a pudding of some sort. A, uh, a custard, if you will. You know, something. Yeah, you molds eat. look like that. It's definitely a mold. <laughs> it's definitely a mold. I would worry about it. Just don't breathe it in. All right, shoot. 
shoot away. All right, here we go. Uh, where is it? Over here. Plus one striking crossbow. 22. Excellent job. Oh, you wow. hit it. And Piercing. the crossbow bolt goes into the black pudding. And instead of doing damage, it seems to have cut it in twine. Oh, no. What? Did it get smaller, though? No. Now there's two of them. Let me just do some maths. So you managed to split it in two. Good job, uh, Lo Mang. Your crossbow bolt did exactly as intended. Ugh. So let's take that. Okay, hold on. Uh, I think Gomez, we need some... We need to know what this is. Doggy is up, or Gomez can go. I mean, you guys can go well, in I, order. I had a ready to action, but then oh. again, I kind of want to abandon it. You can abandon your ready action. You don't have to can fire. I do an, can I do an expeditious inspection? Since that's a free action. Or do I have to do the ready action? I think you have to do the ready action. No, you don't have to do it. You can abandon it. It's, it gives you the opportunity to use a reaction. That's what it does. And so your reaction would be to do that. You can't, you can't swap it out for some other action. No, you can't swap it out, but I can give you... I'll give you that. I'll give you it because you were ready. And I'm going to be kind of nice and say, oh, crap, I'm not firing. I think I might know what that is. Oh, Also, yeah. I think we dealt with some of this with the uh, yellow ochre jelly, too. Uh, you, you know that that is a black pudding. And this thing... The good news is it's pretty slow, but the bad and really easy to hit. The bad news is, you know, it's immune to acid, critical hits, piercing, uh, slashing, you know, type of damage you guys usually do. It, and when you, properties type. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah. And when you do piercing or, or slashing, it, it splits in half, and you can just have hundreds of these everywhere, and they don't get any smaller. So now you got two, half the amount of hit points in each. So go for it. Oh, they're made out of acid, too, by the way. So if they touch you, you uh, burn up. And your clothes and your armor and your weapons fall apart, too. Go! Well, if it can split in half, then it can die. Gomez, do you want to go? Yeah, actually, you should go since you'll probably shoot before I move in. No, there's no more shooting. <laughs> well, Gomez will do something. Well, to start with, I am trained in the occult, and I am also an expert in disgusting cuisine. So if there's anybody who should know anything about black puddings that move around, <laughs> nice. it should be me. So what, what do, do I know anything extra bonus about black? Like, what are they? Like, is fire good against them? Or hold? Or electricity? Oh, electricity is so good against them. Nothing is good against them except bludgeoning, not piercing, not precision, not slashing, not visual, not criticals, and not acid. None of those work. Fireworks and fire. fire and lightning, though. Yeah, fire and lightning. Fire and lightning works great against them. Okay, so let's 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 do lightning. And there there is a there's a radical tactic, which is we in, we engage the splitting and we split it up, and so yeah. it, so it has so it's a whole bunch of low hit point things, and then yeah. I burn them all with an area mm, effect burning. I love it. The AOE, yeah. Yeah. So that's an idea for the future. For right now, for right now, I electric arc, because now there's two of them. I'll hit them both. How about that? Nice job. I like that. Yes. 
What is the distance of your electric arc? That's that's a good question. If necessary, it's thirty feet more because I can uh, I can extend it. Spend you have to spend extension. an action to recall knowledge. That's right. That's uh, three actions. One action I extend it. Two actions cast it. I'll no, but that. you re you recall knowledge on the black pudding. That's an action. So oh, is that that's an action? Two, yeah, you only. Two All right, so let's fight. So let's see how far how far away is it. You may need to get into position too. You probably can't even see the second one, or maybe you can. I don't know. Nah, he can see it. It's fine. He can definitely see it from where he is. Yes, range thirty feet. One or two creatures, both of them thirty feet. How far away is it? Uh, one is forty-five feet, and the other one is sixty feet. That's too far away. Uh, Fireball. Uh, <laughs> that'll work. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'd rather do. I'd rather yeah. do fireball for that. Like when there's more, when there's more of them per that plan, and also, and also, it's it's hard. It's like I'd rather not use resources. I'm like I'm I'm actually my slots are getting low. Uh, let's ooh, let's look at this. Yeah, that's thirty feet too. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna not attack right now. Instead, I'm going to take out two scrolls. I'm going to take out a uh, hydraulic push, and I'm going to take out snowball. Dougie, Dougie's up. Damn. That's as far as I can go. Can I hit them at this range? I cannot. That is a big bummer. Yeah, like how fast that thing moves? Maybe you want to wait for it to come to us. Yeah, I, I think because well, I have to spend one action to change my weapon to bludgeoning. I'm going to change it to a, uh, I guess, a single-handed maul. Yeah, so why don't you do that in prep? Just let it come to us. Yeah, so you can, like, turn your weapon into a maul. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and I'm actually going well, to... Well, not a maul, but we have it pre... I think we have it... Yeah, what, it. whatever the two... Whatever the, yeah, we, we yeah. had it pre... I forgot what it was. But you yeah. have uh, the same amount of damage. It just does bludgeoning. I'm going to move here so that they... We can possibly... I don't want just two people hitting it, if possible. Like, if we so you're going into here. a V formation, I see. Well, I'm standing here. I'm sure everyone will move to different places when uh, time goes. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do. Wait, how did I get skipped? I, I thought I was right after Dougie. You, There's no, like delaying we went and after stuff you. No, no, we went, went after you. you. If oh, you went, right, then right, Gomez, right, right, they right. rearranged that's themselves. Right, right. Yeah. And so now, now the, the black pudding will go. And what is its movement? It has a movement of... Please don't. Please don't. Oh, no. Two. One action. Two actions. And as a third action, it extends out its pseudopod to hit Dougie. Yeah. Does a 33 hit you? Jeez. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have a 27 initial armor class. Uh, so you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage and 6 points of acid damage 22 points ouch now here's the thing whenever you get hit with it your armor and clothing take the acid damage i believe your armor has a hardness above six so you don't have to worry about it yet but you can see the acid is starting to burn into you so i shouldn't take 22 i should take 16. no you take 22, okay. and the acid will also do damage to your oh, equipment. Oh, okay. All right. It does. It's it's lovely, this creature. All right. Now the other black pudding goes. Goes right behind it. Now they are squeezed, so they're going to be much easier to hit, by the way. 
Basil's up. Well, he kind of got a trap, which is good. I'm going to take the middle, the larger middle 66 fireball off my necklace of fireballs. One action. And chuck it right between the two of them. Two actions. <laughs> and three actions. It's actually the same thing. Ooh, fireball. So that will be for you. Nice. Somewhere Look at right that. there. Or do you oh, want to have Dougie in it? Here, you actually, you get all you. How about that? How about that? Do you want to get all you guys in it? Look at that. I think that's a good place. I'd prefer oh, okay. not have us in it. Basil, come on. <laughs> that's a good place. Sauce for the goose. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little chilly, so yes, I would enjoy it. Okay, why don't we just do this the old-fashioned way. What is your DC? What's your normal spell DC? It's the same for any consumable items, so... Okay, so your basic reflex saving throw is 23, so that is what they need to hit. Okay, so black pudding, the first one in front will have to do it. Misses, and the second one needs to do it. Misses, so they both miss. Roll your damage. That's good. 21 points of damage. Not bad. It's not terrible, yeah. Too. It's a little bit over average. I mean, average would be like 18 or 19. Is that is that on each one? Yes. Each one yep. takes That's uh, really great. 42 points of damage, which is quite nice. Low mang. Um, old oh, pudding. That's three actions because it's two to throw the fireball. You're up. Wooden right. pops. Crane stance. Move up to that. Okay. Let's bludgeon it with my uh, crane wing. Okay, you're walking up towards it. Oh, here we go, here we go. Oof, 16 points of damage, hitting that pudding. Boing, nice. bounces off. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's breaking that pudding apart. 32 nice. would have been oh, wait, critical that's except five, for... So it's actually 27. Yeah. They're immune to critical, so you do not get the critical sound because... I don't, but does they, it, they're but immune. can I stun it? No, I cannot because I don't have that anymore. You don't have stunning fist, so you I cannot don't. stun it. <laughs> and my turn is over. Their turn is over. You did 25 points of damage. All right. And you feel a little bit of burn, a little bit of burn, because you're like, ooh, ooh, ow, ow, acid, acid, ow, ow, I have ow, toad ow. technique, though. My toad technique makes it so I don't feel anything. It's iron skin. <laughs> okay, toad. <laughs> yes, Gomez, toad. you're up. <laughs> Gomez. Uh, now I electric arc to both of them. So. Yeah, yeah, go. Okay. And reflex. Here we go. The lower one. Fails. Fail. They both fail. Fails. They both take nice 13 stuff. points of damage each. Zap. 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 A zap. A zap. Gomez. They're in front of you. They are looking at Dougie. you. Dougie. Dougie, you mean. Sorry, right? Gomez. Sorry, Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> They're excited. I'm just so excited for Gomez because he did such a good job. Oh, wait. You had one more action left. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Gomez. You have two actions. To oh, that's true. I do have one action left. Actually, it's not true because you need one. If you're holding two scrolls, unless you're holding one. Yeah, hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I need a? You need one hand for you to always cast uh, the spell. So. Always. Right, and and uh, wait, and was the second one farther than thirty feet? Do I have to extend it? Yes, the second one is farther than thirty feet. Yeah, so, so I had to, to extend, extend it anyway. So. so you are done. All right, Dougie is going to step forward five feet and hit it with. Oh, you know what? No. Oh, let's see. You're making it so complex. I am. Um, I think I can do this in one action. This is, uh, I forget the name of the uh, 
double, no, not double slice. Oh God, skirmish strike. Okay, I'm gonna step and attack in one action. All right, step forward and attack. All right, you have that skirmish thing that yeah, allows you to move and attack. Yeah, There's skirmish one, strike. One action. And I'm just gonna attack with the is rapier. Fine. Yeah, the rapier it will convert because I have. Okay. It's the same damage for both. And if you see, I have it listed. Nice! I got a critical hit, a natural 20! Hooray! What nice. perfect timing! Yes, except for one point. I know. Boom! It's actually a light mace. That's what it converts into. So you're, you're doing a light mace. It does light mace does a little bit different damage, but you yeah. did maximum damage as 14 points of damage using the light mace. Good job. Hmm. Booge! Alright, I'm going to attack again. Oh. Oh, you know what? I hit the wrong one. That's minus uh, five. It doesn't matter if you still hit it. These things okay. are incredibly easy to hit. And you right. do 13 points of damage. Now, I have good news and I have bad news for you. Give uh, me... Oh. oh, that must be the good news. That's good news. Oh, good news what's is the you... bad news? What happens to my gear with the acid? <laughs> you uh, give me a reflex save. I will give you that. Or you're trying to extricate the weapon from... Ooh, oh, God. Really? Fail. I roll a two. <laughs> you fail. Oh, trying geez. to get the acid off your, your weapon, and it's starting to eat your weapon. Oh, no. What are my actions? Uh, what are my possibilities for... How, like, what are my options of clearing the acid off my weapon? How do I... You make your reflex save. This, this oh, is okay. an automatic thing. So you take seven points of damage on your weapon. So let me see. Your weapon is a, what was it, scimitar? Uh, light mace. Uh, a rapier. Well, right now it's a light mace. Yeah. Eh, it's still called rapier. All right. Someone else want to look up the hardness? <laughs> the patrons or someone else want to look up what the hardness is on weapons? Because uh, I'm just curious. I don't think it, it doesn't break your weapon. But it might do some damage to it, and you'll have to get it repaired later. And if this keeps up, you might lose your weapon. So, because right. I think it's a little bit above that. I think I think the hardness of it is like six or something. Now it also has some runes on it. And I think it gives it a plus two. I think your weapon is mostly safe, but that's like one of the main things. So anyhow, you hit the black pudding, and I will say that it sort of dissolves into a puddle, so you can kind of go through it. Although it's a little acidy. And that one's dead. But now the second one goes. And the second one's like, I'm just going to go right over my buddy. And I'm just going to eat him an and absorb him. What? I have an action left. Oh, you have an action left? Yes, I did Skirmish Strike, which is only one action. Oh, sorry. Yeah, two, I two know a left. party member who doesn't use weapons. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... I use weapons. Sometimes. I'm going to move over here away from him. No, you don't use weapons. You can, you can take though. acid. I don't want to lose my, my, my armor and weapons. Okay, that's my uh, second, third action. Okay, so you moved and skirmish strike, attacked, and then moved away. Got it. Okay, now black pudding number one sort of dissipates. Black pudding number two goes over its body and sort of absorbs it, and you're like, that is disgusting. And there's only <laughs> one thing in front of it, and that is low mang. Low mang. Does a 21 yeah, but- hit you? No, and I'm going to use the uh, crane flutter if it if it attacks a second time, which I assume it will. It attacks a second time. Does a thirty hit you? It does, even with the improved AC. How much damage? 
28 points of damage. Oh, God. 23 bludgeoning, 5 acid. The acid is burning through your clothes. Your 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 pantaloons are on mm. fire or on acid, dude. Don't put your clothes on acid. That's really not good. That's uh, acid washed jeans. That's what I'm wearing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> now I have good news and I have bad news as usual. You know what the the news? Uh, I see another one. I'll just one. tell you the news. There's another one. Oh, great. <laughs> And it's also coming down the mountains. Coming down the mountain. Where she comes. I like this runaway plan a lot, actually. Basil, you're up. It works when they're slow. I'm going to drop my bow <laughs> as a free action. Okay. I'm going to take out my uh, staff of fire, and I'm going to blast the one in front of us with Purdue's flame. That's not fair. It's... Yeah. Okay. So, you attack of 19 on the one in front of you. Is that what you're doing? Well, guess what? I guess so. You hit, because they have the crappiest armor class known to mankind. It's basically like shooting at the floor. <laughs> it's They're so easy to hit. You hit it, and pieces of it burn away. Ah! I'm melting, I'm melting. What a world. Right. What a world. All right, you're up, Lomai. Move up there. Let's do the brain strike. Uh, 23, you hit. Hit again. Nice. 25 points of damage. You know what? Should I go for the third time? Is the charm? I think so. Oh, yeah. When they're that easy to hit, this is the time to do it. Nice. Well, you have to take a step. Oh, you're doing your fear, fear. Yeah, you're doing the whole thing. Right. You hit again. Nine points. And that should do it, right? One action, two uh, action, three action. Almost Done. Almost dead. Look at that. He's like, you keep hitting him. Boof, boof, boof. And you're like avoiding the acid from burning you. Although, it's like, a, uh, it's, like clothes, a it's like punching the heavy bag. Yeah, your clothes <laughs> look really, really... A heavy bag full really of bad. pudding. Here, your clothes. You're going to have to get that. some new clothes, by the way, when you uh, go into town. Gomez, you're up. I, I like to produce flame idea. I'll do it myself. Cheater. All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. Nice. The young people producing their flame everywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, Look you produce the flame, and you're like, oh, man, it died too easy. But there's another one coming down the hall. Everyone's coming to eat Lomang. Well, well, I'll use my last away. action to take one step back. Lomang, maybe you're <laughs> stepping back. Dougie, now here's the thing. We've looked it up and we found it. So basically, let's see, like a sword has a hardness of five and 20 hit points and a breakness of 10. So that means if you had seven points of damage, your sword now has two points of damage on it. It should be heavier for a mace, though. It's the same thing. It's 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 oh, iron really? or steel. It's, it's just it's the material. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's chain, steel shield, sword. It's an example. So you have steel, and so for steel, that's what it is. And it's not any harder because of uh, uh, the runes. The plus. I don't know. If someone wants to look up the runes, I can't I, believe that a high level weapon. I think it actually adds has, a little bit to it. If yeah. Someone, so if someone, if Action Jackson wants to look it up, that so, stuff is actually. I've looked it up. It's actually. So you said really nine for steel? Accessible. Nine is for iron steel armor. 
thin steel, like uh, like weapons are considered kind of thin steel. So we're gonna look that up for you, Doug. Even so a we... even a mace or a hammer, where it's like got a heavy end to it. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to over lawyer this, but no, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna do something in between. Right now, it's between nine and five, so I'll give you the seven. So I'm gonna give you a hardness of seven. It's not quite armor, but it's not quite a thin sword. So you're gonna be in the middle. So I'll give you a seven hardness, which is actually pretty good. So nothing has happened to your weapon. Do I have to make a reflex save to stop those weapons from deteriorating? No, it's a one-time thing. Okay. One time. One time. But every time you get hit, you might take damage to your armor. Definitely putting... And Lomang's like already naked, by the way. Like Lomang's like his arm, everything's almost dissolved. The only thing left is his God, and a little bit of his dignity in that sense. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to put my weapon away. That's one action. I have... Two fists, because two fists. <laughs> you know what? A uh, a vest okay. is never unarmed. That's, uh, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the wrong game. <laughs> okay, go. That's correct. And I'm going to just. I saw you punch stuff early on in your career. Move here. He's got yeah. So Dougie has the soul of a vest. Yeah. Let's see. One, two, one, two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move there. Okay, I'm done. Okay, you got a little line going. Black pudding goes. Blobby, 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 blobby. One. Two. And with this last action. I'm using my crane flutter. 21. It hits you. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait, hold on. 20, what, what did it go? 21. Wait, wait, got wait. a 31. No, mine is 31. I had it. Uh, yeah, that's... I know. 13 points of damage. 13. Sorry, 23. 23. 23. 23. 23. Made a mistake. Okay. 23 points of damage. You're dyslexic, Steve. I am. (laughs) Tonight uh, you are. (laughs) Tonight I am a little. Are you tired? Did you get up early? It's really hot in my room. That's ah, why. Okay. I can't have uh, I can't have the fan on, and it's like right at that level. It's not too hot, not too cold. So I keep the mm. window open, and it's just like warm, you know. So, uh, Basil, you're up, and Basil, you see something that's odd. What do I see? Pray tell, Basil. Tell us what did you see? You see a rather large stone stick. That looks like the size of a short sword that is poking out of this pudding at irregular intervals. Mmm. That looks like treasure. Interesting. What's that mean, irregular intervals? Like, like every it. as it's moving, you see it like poke out and like go oh, back in. Oh, okay, like, yeah. And the acid boop, rain is oh, riot, sh- so it must boop, be something boop. nice. In the short term, have some produced flame. In the short term, eat my flame. Eat my belly. 15 points of damage. Suck flame pudding. Good news is you get it because you could like close your eyes. You can just like watch this guy as you close your eyes and put out the flame and it just kills it. Just hits and it. And with my it. superfluous third action, I will cast shield just for something to do. Lomang, you're up. Lomang's oh, not looking go. too good. Lomang's. Dude, man. Stop getting Not hit by the great. acid. It's just eating you away. Well, it's like got a little loincloth left. That's it. Move. Attack. He's on the loincloth. Yeah, moving up. Oh, here we go. Mono a mono. 
16 points of damage. Boom! All you right. hit it. Man, every one of these would have been crits. Let's do it again. Every single I one. I know. Every single one. Look at that. You hit again. Oof. 15 I'm points thinking, of damage. I, 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 think I, I think I have to run away now. Yeah, get out of there. Pull back. Pull back. You don't want to be, you don't want to go mono. You can't mono. do any good up there anymore. Toe, <laughs> toe. <laughs> You're running. Oh my God, did you run away? You're near you the Remember, I have that healing aura on me, Lomang. Remember, I have that healing aura on me? I know. You, oh, you do have it. It, it might be aura? worth it just to use it because everybody's going to forget it. Like, 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 the, like you touch me, you get healed. I forgot. Uh, there Wait, it is. I what? forgot the part. I forgot about that. that. What is, is that? Healing what does that do exactly? Yeah, I know. It's like you might as well, you might, you might as well use it because we're going to forget it. If you what, touch what him, again? you get healed. Really? I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I will. I will put it's it. It's like in. a game of tag. The Viking. If you touch him, the first time someone tags him, four d ten. Oh. The second person who touches him gets four d eight. The third one gets four d six, and the last one gets four d four. Now, Gomez, stop. Touching I'm going to move here then. Can I, can I move? You don't there? want to accidentally <laughs> heal yourself. Stop touching yourself. I don't have an action to touch him, but I can. Can a single there. person now, hit then. him more than once? Yes, every time you touch okay. him. But it, it takes right, an so action. I, that's awesome. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch you next turn. Uh, okay, and, and uh, by the way, uh, Goblin Scuttle. When an ally ends adjacent to you, take a step as a reaction. I'm gonna take a step back. <laughs> nice. Goblin Scuttle. Like scuttle, scuttle, like, scuttle. It's like scuttle, the, uh... scuttle, scuttle. I'll take yet one more step back. <laughs> You just have to be Everyone's uh, running away. fast. You don't have to be faster than the monster. You guys are so silly. You have to be faster than me. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're up, right. though, Gomez. It's your full turn. Yeah, you want kill to shoot it with, fire it with flame. is awesome. I am going to kill it with fire. I produce that fire, and I try to kill him with it. Another produce flame. That thing is uh, an older hit, and it does damage. Is, is that a uh, cantrip? Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Man, 33 points. Sorry, 17 points. I'm looking, I keep looking at the wrong number. <laughs> you hit with a 33, you do seven point points of damage. You are done. Dougie, you are up. All right. Finish it. Flawless. Moving victory. in. And I'm going to punch it. And that's just a 27. Oh, yeah, you totally missed. I'm kidding. Oh, did I? Oh, no, God. you do damage. You hit it. You can never. Has anyone missed? The only thing you're going to miss with is a yeah, Everybody's one. been rolling in the 30s, though. This is, uh... Yeah, yeah. I know. It's okay, a, it's, so... It's the easiest monster to hit. You're rolling in the 30s. When right, it really counts, my, uh, you're going to be rolling twos. Second so. attack is uh, going to be a fist. Okay, fist boy. Oh, oh I, I spoke too soon. I found a way. I Critical found a way. Miss. <laughs> you somehow Natural missed. Natural one. Are you gonna stay there? That's that's on my. I'm done. Uh oh, oh no! Now things get really bad. Are you ready? I'm ready. Does a twenty-eight hit you? Yes, it does. Take twenty points of damage. First action. Damn. Second action. It will grab you. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Third action, it starts to absorb you and constrict you. Wait, is the grab automatic? Yes, it's an action. <sighs> the, the way it works is, is that it hits you and then it spends one action 
it's just automatic. So it's a it's a grab. So it takes its second action to grab you. The third action is it grabs you, and you can give me a fortitude save to try to resist the grab damage and to see how much you take. Hey, I got a twenty. That's Wonderful. Natural, not natural twenty. Uh, I rolled an 20. eight for a twenty. That. You take 12 points of bludgeoning damage and two points of acid damage. So as it is squeezing you and eating you alive like the blob, you take 14 points of damage. Stop screwing around, guys. Yeah. So Basil, you're up. Heal. Think about healing. Or just kill it. All right. Light him up again. You hit. Twelve points of damage. Okay. I'm also going to get so I'll have I'll get my sword cane ready so I have my staff in the off hand and the sword cane in the main hand so that so if he gets closer I can actually start beating him with the sword cane with the with the sheath on so it's bludgeoning. Got it. Oh man, you just saw. Dougie I like that get you're absorbed. gonna cane it. I like you're gonna cane it. <laughs> you just saw Ducky get I... absorbed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not. I'm reluctant now to heal. I think I need the actions to run away more. Dude. <laughs> or just to kill him more. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to play, but you might want to help your friend. So not surprised. <laughs> uh, That's what I'm saying. If, if you say that, I'm going to run further away. <laughs> I got, uh, I, I'm going to help myself. Fair enough. Right, here we go. Fair enough. I'm going to try. Oh, you I'm ran up to it. it. Okay, you ran up. Yeah, I ran up to it. Yeah. Boom! Larry. 12 points damage. Oh, no. Guess what? Boom! You hit it with a 14, wow. 13 points of damage. Yeah! <laughs> and it's and it's still alive, huh? Yeah, it's still half half. No, we're hitting it's dead. No, no, no. Don't worry. You got Gomez and Dougie following Yeah, you. no guts, no air metal, as they say. So I will do a third attack at negative eight. And I hit. Yes! Nice! I know. If all, the funniest thing is this would be your dream monster, because you can't miss it. Unless you're Dougie. You can't miss it. I get it. so this many just, attacks on it. Oh, wham, like... wamble, bam, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Just keep like punching this thing. Why won't you die? You just like it's like a big old punching die. bag. You just keep hitting it. Boom, boom, boom. Acid splashing everywhere. You you feel your nether regions burning, because man, you got no clothes left. Gomez, you're up. I, I I like it. I I like I like it. I wanna keep burning it. I like burning it. Okay. Let's burn it. Okay. You have to hit the non Dougie part. And you, it's a little closer than you think, believe it or not, but you still do it. Wow, that's a lot of damage. 20. Burn, baby, burn. The Disco Inferno does not look good. And I think you're done because you had to extend, I think. Dougie. Yeah, that's right. You cannot move. But here's what you can do. You're flat-footed. You're immobilized. You can try to escape or... You could just punch your way out, baby. I'm punching my way out. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> you might I, as well. I'm never you're not unarmed. grabbing me. I'm <laughs> grabbing you. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> just do it, man. Do it. Go. Punch. Yeah, so punch buggy. Punch number one. Uh, 30. Oof. All right. Eight points of damage. Punch number two. And I figured out a way to miss. I you roll figured a out two. a way to miss. <laughs> I roll a two again. You roll a two. You roll a two. And punch number three. A 22. Oof, another oh. eight. Another eight points of damage. Okay. 
Boof, boof, boof. Good job. And you're done. Black pudding. It's going to hit a low mang. Does a 27 hit you? 27, crane flutter, and it misses. Uh-huh. 37, 37. 37 hits you. Do 20 points of damage for its first action. How much? 20. Two zero. Second action, it grabs you, Lo Mang. Third action, it squeezes Lo Mang like a grape. Give me a fortitude save. Excellent. You make it. Your internal techniques yes. allow you to resist the full damage. You only take five points of bludgeoning and one point of acid because you are too strong for this creature. It is messing me up, though. <laughs> you're, you're pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah. So both Dougie and Lomang are like tumbling around inside this thing like the world's worst carnival ride. Basil, you are up. I don't take any acid well, damage. take a wild guess. No. It'll be produced flame yet again. Okay. Produced flame and you hit, of course. Do 11 Pretty points. crappy damage, though. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. The tumble cycle is almost done. Do you do anything else? I wish I had a third. I wish I had a, a better third action, but I'm just going to cast shield on myself again. Low mang. You're inside the belly of the beast. So I can fight my way out. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah punch you, it. All right. Yeah. Flurry. Let's do a full round attack. I'm like, you know, if you, I'm about to die, so it's you or me. Let's do it. 23. You punch it. Then you punch it again. You punch I it. Keep you keep punching, punching. It. <laughs> <laughs> it just dissolves around you and Dougie. Where's, and where, like... where's my... Oh, crane number three is four also. So okay. you the you, fourth for good You're just measure. doing it. You're like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm, I'm going to go down on the record as attacking four times and hitting four times in a row. <laughs> I love it. Even if it doesn't count, I yeah. don't care. Exactly. Even the third one hits Dougie. Yeah. You accidentally almost hit Dougie. Oh. <laughs> so, hey. Good job, nice. fellers. You're out of combat. You've defeated the Black Mold, a.k.a. Black Puddings. <laughs> they are gone, gone, gone. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Well, they made a mess of the floor. And What's they that left thing? behind, yeah. you see... A stone looks like a stick mm. made of stone. It's like long cylinder. I'll grab it. And about the size it. of a sword. I hand it over to Gomez. And you can... Okay. I think that might be a, a way of getting into... Like, there's like a lever on one of the doorways, I think. Actually, I tend to be the better identifier of stuff. Well, magic items. I thought I don't think it's magic. I think it it opens up that it big. It's not magic doorway. Oh, like it's the key to that portcullis. Yeah, it, yeah, that portcullis or gate. I thought there was like a hole. Well, let's or take something. a look at it. Let's in like take a closer look. Yeah, at it let's it let's like. do that while we do our hand wave. Burn the some of that scroll. <laughs> sure. So Basil, you look at it, and sure enough, it does look like a lever, and on one end. It's smooth, and then the other end, it looks like there are like intricate notches that it would actually go into something. So it looks like 
there's almost like a key on the on the bottom part of it and it's made out of stone which you realize that's why it wasn't dissolved by the black pudding interesting can i hazard a guess whether i think it might match this the portacola stuff like either the same yeah. construction material yeah or yeah you think it would definitely similar fit. size mm-hmm. yeah you definitely think it would fit like time-wise it was only like an hour since we've been yeah, over no, there yeah exactly no you definitely think this would probably fit in there you would have to you know go over there it's not that far away if you want to look but yeah it looks like it can fit yes. i also don't forget this hallway which you didn't get a chance to look at because of the uh Black puddings. You only saw a little bit of this, but obviously it seems to go around more continues. So, right. Anyhow, I bet you those are nice, clean hallways, though. Yeah. One thing you notice is there's not many tracks or animals or dander in any of this area. So then black puddings put an end to that. Let me. Tell it you. is dust free. All right. What, can we do the hand wave? Yeah, the gesture? hand wave. Okay, is so fine. I'm gonna go to ninety two. It will take a little while. I forgot. What's the rules with you guys? Is it every 10 minutes you can do it? Every hour? No, I'm in every 10 minutes for two people. Same with me. Uh, What about his healing aura thing, though? We could use that, too, no? Or does that go away? No, it's all day. I got it all day. Yeah, but it's probably better. That should be a combat thing. Yeah, Yeah. don't use that for. Oh, it's like once you use. Yeah, the only thing I'm thinking about is like uh, I know we're just going to keep on forgetting it. Like, uh, oh, I I, I won't forget it. it, Now that I remember. Well, now that I know that it's there, believe me. Yeah, believe me. I put that little. (laughs) I put the little icon on Gomez that has a four. That means there's four charges left, and then every time you touch it, I'm going to go down by one. That'll totally believe me. I won't forget that. All right. All right. Good. What do you guys say? Do you like uh, the gate? I kind of want to check out this room. Yeah. Why don't we go up into the black puddings room and yeah. see what's out going on up there? My curiosity is peaked, and uh, we go into exploration mode. There's probably uh, safe fish over here because no one's going to mess with these black puddings. So. Or scouting mode, I guess. Okay. So you are. Well, you can look around. You see a circular room. And to the west, you see, it looks like it would have gone more, but there's a cave-in, and there is a little bit of a hallway, but it's very high up. That's 20 feet off the ground, so you'd have to, like, climb up there, by the way. Oh, easy. I could want. jump up there. Yep. You could. All of you could. Gomez continues to explore. You continue to explore. You continue to explore. You continue to explore. Stop. You stop exploring. Give me a second. So you are at the apex of the ring. Within the ring is a cylindrical ossuary accessible from the northern side of the ring via a wrought iron door made of vertical bars tipped with ornamental castings. The splendid circular tomb fills the center of the central ossuary, on top of which is a life-size statue of an ivory cavalier mounted atop a rearing onyx black steed. Hey. Uh-oh. Is that our buddy from earlier, maybe? Yeah. You have maybe. to get a little closer, Basil. Huh. So what's the deal with these uh, these uh, bars so here? Basil looks a little bit closer, and Basil is 100% sure that that looks just like the headless horseman and his steed and this is a statue of them does it have an inscription you do not see an ins let me see actually maybe you do hold on (laughs) 
like a plaque that says what that is. Oh, there's a portcullis there too. Yes, you see a small plaque that says Fairfroth and Polarin. You were to guess, you would imagine that Fairfroth is the knight and Polarin is the steed. Interesting. These things look good. They don't look like evil nightmare monster horse and headless guy, right? No, this is like a heroic knight of Aradin. Like this has a paladin, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Even a paladin. I mean, he's wearing full plate. He's on a magnificent steed. Looks so. This is, so does this jog my memory of a recall knowledge on my expert society about local history, important personalities? Let's see. remember. It's like, oh, he was thing, and he was a big, big scandal. He killed his wife, something like that. He turned to the dark side. Uh, wow. Did he, did he slaughter younglings? No, but I can <laughs> tell you that yes, you actually do know of this guy. Good call, Seth. Yay. So, what do I know? Hmm. So this doesn't say why he would be cursed, but I do know that he was a great hero. All kinds of stories about him, and in the stories he died defending a village from marauders, sacrificing himself for those he protected. Does not explain why he would now be cursed in this undead state, however. There's got to be some sort of desecration going on, among other things, for a bunch of black puddings to kind of infest his tomb or whatever. Yeah. Does that stick that we found open up this portcullis? No, but it looks like you can open this portcullis if you wanted to. And just walk in. I want to. Oh, we want to. Okay. You're able to gently open it and you can walk right in. Oh, that was easy. That was easy. You like I got a closer look Famous at last words. <laughs> so you take a closer look and Lomang notices something. Lomang notices that there appears to be an indentation around his neck where a necklace or chain medallion should be, but it is missing. Ooh. Maybe Ooh, we have I one of those. What to do. We have those, right? Oh, yes, we have an did extra we, did one, we too. find a special one somewhere? No, we, we have extra ones. Well, it looks like the you pull out the Aridin ones, and they're way too small and don't match. Like, this looks like a heavy chain. This looks like something that someone would wear on top of their armor, not like a This small... guy's been to the gym. He's got a beefy neck. <laughs> yeah, like the, like the ones you're wearing are like little necklaces with a little Aridin symbol on string. This is literally chain links with a gigantic ornament on his chest, like as big as your fist, and it is missing. That's how it's you missing. notice it, because I'm like sure. this, his armor is literally etched to hold it because it's so big. So we are talking about Flava Flav level bling. Yeah. Oh, we're talking <laughs> nice. about That's yeah. A there is a timepiece built into it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We have to save Flava. <laughs> Flav. He is the hype man. We have to save the hype man. It's 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 actually a sundial here, but yes, that's we have that's cursed flavor. <laughs> All right, so now we know. What he's lamping. He's lamping. He's cold, cold lamping. <laughs> I won't explain how much I know that much about flavor. <laughs> oh man! All right, that answers. Okay, that's a quest. That is. So a... somebody stole the man's gear. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna walk around the rest of the way. I'll put on my Sherlock Holmes hat though and do an, do do an inspection around to see 
if there's any clues to the details of the crime, like 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 is there forced entry? Like how how is this stolen? Okay, you can spend a little bit of time looking around. You have come to the conclusion that someone opened this door, went to the statue, and took it off. Like open a door, pick the lock, or open door, pick key. Well, all these doors were open. This so. door was open. These this portcullis was open. Oh, I see. So they just walked in and took it. Yeah, someone walked in and took it. <laughs> they desecrated the dead. They stole a valuable. That's item. horrible, yeah. he says. P- putting the putting the uh, small cast, the small key that contains all the loot, like deeper into his pocket. While he's saying that, like that's terrible, desecrated, like stealing things from the grave. That's awful. Who would do such a thing? I know. While checking how, for magic. How terrible! Yeah, how terrible! Put this away. Put this all away. Just quickly, quickly. I think we should okay. check this out over uh, here. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh boy. Are you guys ready to? You see back a little. You see a little. Uh, little passageway. Little passageway. It's oh, very it's tight. A passageway. Look at that. It's very tight. It's very very tight. Oh, over there. This I might see. require bravery. Oh, is there, was there anything like thick layer of dust that indicated it happened a long time ago or not thick layer of dust indicating that it happened relatively recently? Anything like that? Yes. It looks very recent. Interesting. Okay. In fact, you can tell because it doesn't look like the black puddings really went into that area. So there was still some dust in there. Like this area is totally dust free because those black puddings just scrubbed it clean. But inside the actual inner circle, the inner sanctum, you can see that someone recently disturbed it, climbed up, and, like, took it. So how did they get past the black puddings? That's a little strange. They might have been, like, if they ran in or they stealthed it or something. Could be anything, really. I like how tight this passage... The black pudding could have come through this passageway. Well, Mink, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I will go first. Okay. Do you see where we are, uh, Basil and Gomez? This is going to be a, yeah, single, gotcha. a single file situation. Now, I turn this corner. Do I see what I see there? What do I see? You see? I see something interesting. I see a token. A new car! <laughs> no. <laughs> Could be. The SUX 3000. You didn't see a token. I don't know what token you might say. If you I do, guess. those could be spare tokens that I just put like around. Because so, you're kind of like okay. in between oh. things. So... There is a hallway that goes about 20 feet to the south, and it opens up to a much larger area, and you can guess that is the cavern that you've been to many, many times, the larger cavern that leads out into the mists. But you can keep a going. So I go okay. there. Lomang, you... There you go. So this is what you see as you go to the end. So you are on top of a ledge and below you is a rickety old ladder and there's this rickety old ladder just sort of in front of you that brings you down to a viewing window area this is to the west and north of a burial chamber you see small viewing windows that have been carved with the thin cavern walls and peer out towards the pit surrounding the starstone citadel you also see a corridor that leads to the south and you also see, as you're walking through here, or looking towards through here, you see a large man that is dressed in reds and yellows, and he's got a big old head, and he seems to be talking to himself and just sort of walking around. What do you do? 
What's the, uh, how far of a drop is this? There we go. In handouts, that is what he looks like. Huh. So Interesting. The... He's got a missing tooth. Yeah, he's got a big old missing tooth. He's he's big. He's really big. And he's got brown hair. He's human. He's male. And he's wearing a rather flamboyant outfit of reds and yellows. And he is just kind of wandering around. In addition to that, you'll also see he has a short sword on him and some daggers and you mm. don't know what's underneath his 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 uh, colorful cloaks and seems and like clothing, her. and he's just sort of wandering and looking like he's not really looking around. He's just sort of like muttering to himself. And to go down, I believe that's just like five feet down. That's it. All right. So, all right. You know what? Let's let's try to reason with him. He seems yeah, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do we all do we all see him? Uh, Dougie can see him. And low man can see him. Basil can kind of see him a little bit. All right, so I'll wait until I can see him before. Yeah, I come over here, Gomez. We have you need to describe. So when I can see him, I once again try to recall knowledge from society to uh, try to identify. Like, you know, is that the ceremonial god of this god and stuff like that? Oh no, he's totally wearing the clothes of a Skinshaw cultist. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but then, as as you all like gather around, he looks up. And sees you, and he's like, "Oh, oh, ah, oh, good, good, good! You're here. Good job, good job making it this far. Come, come down, come down. I'm, 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 I'm Dennis. How, how are you?" You've been listening to Roll for Combat: Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.